Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I don't know. I don't know. It's a nice, nice little buzz, right. I guess. I don't know. But what does that do? Like, is I... he going to DJ at center court of the championship no, no, game? Or? like in the P&L, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. at P&L. He's yeah. at P&L. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. He's going to turn it out like Jazzy Jeff did. Yeah. All right. There you go. Are people going to the Big 12 this year? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, tickets are pretty hot. Yeah. Are they? Okay, yeah. cool. I mean, you got KUK State, Iowa State. Yeah. All got a lot of buzz behind them. Yep. So. As long as Iowa State has the buzz, yeah. that drives and tickets, then too. And K-State does too when they're go- and they're, they they believe. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be good. Tournament coverage on six ten Sports Radio brought to you by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Three area locations. Find your favorite lodge at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Because it's 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 no longer the event of the year, and I, I feel like as we continue to get further removed and we continue to see Patrick Mahomes win Super Bowls, the Big Twelve tournament continues to get pushed back in the mindset of. A lot of us where, you know, 15 years ago, we were looking at the Big 12 as the event of the year, right? I'm not wrong by saying that. The Big 12 tournament was like our golden duck or whatever you want to call it. Like that was our Goose, thing. I think it was. Maybe yeah, yeah. what a duck. egg. I, I, I don't yeah. know what it is. And it, it's no longer that event anymore. Our Fabergé egg. There you go. There you go. Is that that Russian egg or whatever mm, that I they snake? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like paint. Was that Cadbury? What, what would could, you rather have, a, a nice Fabergé egg or a Cadbury? Cadbury. Cadbury, egg? Cadbury yeah, all yeah, day. I yeah. too. Cadbury yeah. eggs are good. Do you eat them in one sitting or do you split them up and save them for later? No, that's no, a one. You pop that whole egg in no, your mouth, a, don't that's you? A, that's yeah. a one. Yeah. You're an egg pounder, aren't you? That's a one. That's a one. One and done. Yeah. Um, so it, it's no longer the event of the year. But it is the reason that we as a city have turned the corner. Clearly, the Royals winning helped us with our self-esteem and believing that we can get things done. But without the Big 12 telling Kansas City, we're out if you don't get a new arena, odds are maybe we don't ever build that new arena because Kemper was a dump. And there were so many people in this town who just kept saying, oh, it's just fine. Just like we do with everything around here. The, the, the it's just fine crowd has been basically silenced now because there's nothing else left other than the, the, the new stadiums. And we know we're getting a ballpark downtown. So that crowd's going to be silenced there. And then if football gets their new stadium, then there's really nothing else of, you know, substance that needs to be built. You said if. <laughs> yeah, well, when that, when, when, when that gets built, there, there's going to be nothing left of substance that needs needs to change. We have the new airport, the downtown hotels, the park coming over 670. Downtown's been, you know, uh, renovated in the renaissance that's taking place down there. But I don't know if any of this happens, Josh, without the Big 12 putting their feet in the dirt and saying, you know what? Your arena sucks, man. We're gone. We're going to Oklahoma City. We're going to Dallas. And that woke up, you know, Kay Barnes when she was mayor and said, all right, we got to start a process to make the Big 12 want to stay in Kansas City. And I remember those days of being on the air thinking we were going to lose the Big 12 and we were never going to get it back. And we did lose it for a couple of years. And it stunk in those other locations. We went to Dallas. We went to Oklahoma City. They didn't want to tell you that, but yeah, did. It stunk. Yeah. It's Duncan Dallas. It was but I fine wouldn't count in on that city. I like I wouldn't count on that. No, it's still the check. They don't care. As long you know as I mean? you get money, right? Even though the atmosphere wasn't as great. Oklahoma City was good early. The first one in Oklahoma City was good. Then it, I 
I remember going back there and I was like, eh. it wasn't as good as the um, first one. Texas was terrible. They didn't yeah, care. Dallas was Dallas, awful. Dallas didn't care. It was awful. Right. Uh, but right. that's not to say those wouldn't still be appealing places for them to move it. Correct. If they wanted to, right? Correct, right. And and so they, they could do that. And now with the expansion of the Big 12, they could have been looking at, you know, UCF or someplace like that or Houston or somewhere else oh, to have this, right? Or Tampa. Cincinnati or who knows oh, where, right? I'm envisioning like a Tampa. Yeah. But, that hey, that still may happen. It I don't could. know what, what these guys are going to do who are leading this league right now. We we knew that, you know, the passive approach of this league for all those years, well, let's just do Kansas City because it's great and it's where we've already been and we've been here forever. But these are all new folks in the Big 12 now. They may look to go somewhere else. But if it wasn't for the Big 12 saying and, and, and putting their foot in the ground and actually moving the tournament out of here, I don't know that Kansas City ever would have woken up and, and, and you know, rebuilt downtown and created P&L and all the buzz that's going on there right now and the new arena that we got built 15 years ago now or whatever it's been like without the big 12 saying hey screw you guys we're leaving i don't know any renaissance takes place in kansas city and because the big 12 was the first kind of domino to fall look at what we got right now this is a city that's on 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 the come right now i've heard people compare it to being the next nashville we got the new airport terminal that's been open a week like this is an amazing place to be and part of me goes back and says hey thanks big 12 for making us get off our ass yeah Yeah, exactly i don't i don't think it spurs as much as there's not a quote-unquote anchor tenant, that right. was the anchor tenant. That was the for, anchor tenant. For, yeah. an, for yeah. an area that needs it, right? right. It right. gave everybody a reason to, to to see that area and to want to expand into that area and what have sure. you. So, no, absolutely. You think there's those apartment buildings and everything? Like that, that like that's no. the hot new apartment area right. yeah. for nope. everything that got built around there. No, nope. Nope. not at nope. all. Nope. So no, the, the Big Twelve was the catalyst to, to rejuvenating and Renaissance and revitalizing the entire downtown area. And I, I really believe that without them, I don't I don't know that we build that new arena, and I don't know where we are as a city right now. From the eight one six, we need a better casino too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, with all that riverfront stuff that's going on where the new uh, current stadium is, let's great. go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. We can build it down there. Yeah, yeah. From the 816, what happens if the vote for the stadium doesn't pass? One, I'll say, I don't know that there's a vote. I don't I don't know. And number two, they'll go to Kansas. Which stadium is my other question? I think you. they're talking baseball. Oh, yeah. But either way, I mean, we've got two sides of the state line. One yeah. state's going to build the stadiums. So... If you don't pass the vote in Missouri, somebody going any up. Yeah, if you don't yeah. pass the vote in Missouri, we'll go to Kansas. There will be two new stadiums. I don't know who's paying for it. Right. I don't know how they're getting two new stadiums. The smart thing would be to put one in each state. That's the smart to spread the money out. But yeah. I mean, yeah. we've yeah. seen on the text line if that, they ever move to Kansas, yeah, I'm not going to a Chiefs game. That's a who fight. Who the hell cares? That's a fight. Pay three and a half billion roughly for two new stadiums, or split the cost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you you yeah. decide. Yeah, I guess I'm the nutty one. There is something you'd like to have stopped, though, for yeah. those heading down, yeah, to Man. to uh, downtown Kansas City for this for this tournament. It's it's. Is you, it the, do you agree with me on it, this? Yes. Okay. Is it the love? There needs to be less love in the Big Twelve. I I don't know that it's love. I, I think it. I think it's pretentious and condescending. Is what I think. Okay. It is. All right. And and that's how I, I've I, always felt I, about I this. I think it's too friendly. I think it's. I think it's way too friendly. Nothing drives me nuts more. And I think it's the most pretentious thing in sports when I hear Kansas fans talk about how they're rooting for K State. 
I absolutely want to throw up on my shoes every single time I hear that. I overheard some guys talking the other day at the gym, all right? And I'm listening to the guys at the J, and they're like, yeah, I'm going down to the Big 12. I'm like, okay, great, and I'm listening. And then he goes, I'm I'm excited to see K-State, too. I hope they do well for our state. And, you know, I got some friends that are K-State. I'm like, why do do Kansas fans continue (laughs) to do this? Why do Kansas fans continue to push this narrative? Well, I'm rooting for, for K-State, and I'm rooting for the Big 12. No, no. You root for your school and your school only. Because if you flip it around, have you ever heard a K-State fan say, I'm pulling for Kansas? Not usually, no. No. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard an Iowa State fan go, you know, if we get knocked out, I really want the Jayhawks to win. No. But for, for whatever reason, Kansas fans think they're doing somebody a favor by going out and rooting for Kansas State. Like, I I don't know if it's because they want to feel better about themselves or whatever the case may be, but to me it just sounds so pretentious. It sounds condescending. It sounds fake. It sounds terrible, and it makes my stomach turn every single time. And I think part of it is Kansas fans believe that at some point they're going to get knocked out of the tournament, and they're trying to hedge their bet. Because the odds are you're not going to win the tournament every year. I'm talking the NCAA one. You're not going to win every year, as we know. The odds are you are going to get knocked out, and it's almost like they're hedging their bets. If you are a Kansas fan, root for Kansas. You don't need to say, well, I'm going to root for K-State too. Why? I'm not rooting for the Raiders. I'm not rooting for the Broncos. I'm not rooting for the Twins. I'm not rooting for the Tigers. I'm not rooting for these other. I'm not rooting for Missouri. I'm not. I'm rooting for my school. I've never heard another fan base act this way like Kansas fans do with Kansas State. It's condescending to me. I also don't like rooting for the league. Yeah, that's what I said too. I, the whole I, I league think thing. I think yeah. rooting for a league is stupid, and I've always felt it was stupid. Why, if my team doesn't win, do I want some other team in my league to win? Because you have money on it, like the six two zero goes. I'm a Wildcat alum, but I'm here for the Jayhawks. <laughs> I win fifteen hundred if they okay, take. Okay, <laughs> that's that's very and that's that very, I agree with. That's very individual. But you see all these times, like you want your league to win. Why? So that they're higher than you in the pecking yeah, order in your that league. Do? Like, what did Baylor winning do for Kansas? Like I, that that one. It didn't generate more money. They're all just divvying up TV money. It's all the same. Like you know what? The tournament money is a, is a little bit, but not not enough to go. I need that. I need that source of revenue. You know what I need? I need my team to be better than that team in the league every year. Yeah. And the worst thing that can happen is for that team to win it because they have then got scoreboard on my team. Absolutely. I've never understood the, well, if my team's gone, I see it all the time in every, every single league. I don't get it. Can somebody explain to me why that's okay? I'm seeing a lot of people going, I don't root for K-State. If I'm, if I'm an Iowa fan, which I am, I want Michigan to win. Are you rooting for Iowa State ever? I don't. I don't hate them, but not really. And they're not in your league. Not in my league. It's different. But I'm not rooting like, oh, they were knocked out. I'm going to root for Ohio State to go all the way in football. Why? Why? So that they get all the recruits? That sounds like a terrible plan to me. I've never understood that. I don't understand that in the the Big 12 when you say that too. Well, but my team doesn't win. At least I hope the Big 12 does this. There's no need for them to do that. You want to beat those teams. Right. You don't want Baylor winning. Kaylor, uh, KU shouldn't have wanted Bader to win. No. Or like, Texas Tech. Or Texas Tech. What does that mean? Well, that means there's, they have a chance at the recruits that you had the uh, the edge that means on they before. they got scoreboard on you. 
The kids in Texas that you want, they may consider Baylor and Texas Tech now. That's silly. Especially if the price is right. From the 913, it boosts your strength of schedule. If your conference sucks, it's hard to be seen. It's Kansas we're talking about. Kansas could go out and play the three of us and two dudes from the Paseo, and, and, and they can... They, they can get on national television. What do you need strength of schedule for in a power five too, is my question. I know you don't. Yeah. You get, you get seven deep every time. Who cares? Right. For right. basketball, especially you're going to get seven. You're going to get seven deep. Right. Every year. Like no problem. They're, we're arguing about Texas tech. They're playing on Wednesday night. Was remember they right. were the, <laughs> they're playing on Wednesday night of the conference tournament. They're talking, well, I don't know. Don't they deserve a spot in the tournament? From the nine one three, it's because we Jayhawk fans are sick of K State fans hating us, trying to be friendly. <laughs> it could be. Maybe they hate Kansas fans because they believe it's condescending. I don't know. You're too or nice, it's, or it's a rival. You're too nice. I, who too cares nice. if your rival school likes you? Do you care? I don't. I clearly I don't. I mean, you care if your rival school likes you? No. no. I hate Illinois, and Illinois hates me, and I'm right. great with it. Right. Sorry, Bob. K State fan here, grad grad here. Cheer for KU in every game. They're not playing K State. Why? 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 <laughs> oh, it's good for the state. For what? For what? I don't for understand. What? For what? For what? For what? Stop cheering for your rival. And it, it almost felt like when I hear it, well, they're not I a rival. Envision, then I envision Kansas fans like patting K State fans on the head. They're not a K-State rival. K State has dominated Kansas in football for thirty years, and they're not a rival they're because not a they rival. kick Kansas' it's ass like, in football. It's like me and Iowa State. Then, yeah, like I, I, you know, I hope you do well. It's great. I hope you lose the game I'm playing in, but you know, every time it's fine. Maybe that's it's not, not a rival. I, it's a one. That's a one day. I have a one day rivalry with my in state team, so it's a little bit different. But, um. That, I don't feel like it's a rival. That if you're like, well, I hope you do well too. No, you want to beat their ass from the seven eight five. We want to root for an underdog, and as Kansas fans, we never get that opportunity. You, you not watching football? Yeah, yeah, you got plenty of underdog. Not watching football? Yeah, find a different underdog. It's because we want our state to win, Bob. Durr. Like oh. anybody, not St. Mary's or Gonzaga in the WCC. Like root for. Yeah. Cal State Fullerton. Sometimes you want your Six. friends to experience sports success. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't care. I really don't. You better, don't. Beat my, yeah. you better have to climb over my team to do it. Right. Maybe I'm just selfish. Maybe you're selfish. Right. I don't no, know. I, I think... I think you're doing it wrong. I think, I think you're you. completely doing it wrong. And, and I heard it again yesterday. It just makes my blood you need boil. to be a little more venomous about it. The other thing it's going to be interesting to see, too, how many bets are nullified of people trying to bet from down there, too, on their app. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be good an reminder. interesting number. Yeah, can't good bet. reminder. Can't bet, yeah. You're going to have to place your bets before you go in the building. Right. Because you can't do it there. You have to go to the state line, circle back around, and then, right. and then head downtown. Bob needs to spend more effort working out at the gym and less time worrying about Kansas fans. I have I'm not said worrying. that. I have said that to Bob for years. You don't hear conversations when you're changing in the locker Bob, room. Bob oh. has more chats at the gym than anybody I've oh, ever I met. I wasn't involved in this chat. I was just listening. I know, but you're, 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 you're involved. Even you know, you don't know you're involved. I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't know if Bob works out or not. I know he goes to the gym and gets cornered. <laughs> That's all I know. That's all Corn- I know. Cornered at the nook. <laughs> That's right. MLB is fantastic. Oh, yeah, I said it. Next. Let's go in the morning. If Charlie Weiss were a baseball player, where would he play? He'd definitely ride the bullpen car in. (laughs) 
Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. See, this would not be fiddling, though, right? This would be violining. Yes. Yeah, that's a, high, that's a higher brow of it. Right. Correct? Right. Ain't no fiddle. Mm. It's a violin, a viola. I mean, so, don't you just want to say, how about that? Chiefs are uh, not going to franchise tag Orlando Brown Jr. Correct. Ahead of the deadline today, which is 3 o'clock. Kansas City time. Right. So no franchise tag. No franchise he tag. He'll be a free agent. He's a free agent. And and what it does, if you franchise him, it's a $20 million line item on your budget. And the Chiefs right now are $17 million under the salary cap. So technically, they don't have that franchise money. They, you know, cross out a number and change it because we all know the salary cap's fake. But from, from this standpoint... You don't want a $20 million line item in there when you can get a contract done where you can break that kind of money up. I mean, it's a, it's a nice contract for the player to get that $20 million in guaranteed funds, Josh. But at the end of the day, teams don't want to use the franchise tag because that's a $20 million placeholder in their salary cap. That's a big placeholder. So they're not going to franchise them. And it's easier to get a deal done when you don't franchise a guy. First of all, you take away the animosity. And second of all, you don't have that placeholder of $20 million in there. And now you kind of force yourself to get a deal done. If he wants to be here, well, then he's going to have to work on a contract to be here. Uh, Frank Clark, going to be a free agent as well, Right, it appears. He renegotiated last year. They restructured his deal. Wasn't going to happen a second time. He'll have an opportunity to go shop himself, I think, be a pass rush mercenary to right. a team. Uh, sign a series of one-year deals for the next three years if he wants mm-hmm, to do that. Mm-hmm. Or the door would be open to return at, at lesser money right. in Kansas the, City. The, the door is not closed at all on Frank Clark in Kansas City. The fact of the matter is Frank Clark has two rings now. You know, go get paid, man. Go go get a lot of money. If and you then can. Chris Jones. We'll talk which, about him after the draft. Okay. And that's what I'm being told. It's they, They've got other things. The, Orlando Brown Jr. is the first domino. That needs to fall. And then they'll start working on other things. But I was told Chris Jones, they'll address him. They'll say, hello, Jones. Uh, coming up after the uh, the draft is complete. So there's your uh, there's your Chiefs update at the moment. This didn't take long. I knew it was going to be a thing. I, I'm surprised it took this long. Quite honestly, maybe that it's like a couple, but it is spring training, so it's like I don't care. The it's enthusiasm great. is a little, you know, you knew it would happen by the regular season for sure, right? Spring training, you're never exactly sure. It's kind of a laid back atmosphere, but you knew it was going to be happen. When they put in a shot clock for baseball, right, it's going to happen just like it happens in uh, in the college ranks, mm-hmm. where the student section cheers and counts down the clock 
like five seconds early, and they all go, eh. Right. Nah. There's four seconds to go on the shot clock, and they're hoping somebody's jacked up an, an illicit three, right? Sure, sure. Uh, this is happening now in baseball with the pitch clock. Thank you, Met fan. So, of course, now we have, because of the clock, we have some fans that are counting down before <laughs> it's got to its place. So it was at nine seconds, and some fans were counting down three, two, one to try to induce the balk. <laughs> They're yelling balk, balk, balk. Fans counting down the shot clock too early. Yes. The banner behind us is getting blown over by the wind. Whoa. Close the door. I love it. That's on the the Mets broadcast. Right. Yelling the wrong time yeah. on the clock. That is going to be the highlight of the baseball season. Now, I will say this. It's going to happen every single place. Maybe not in a unified fashion, but right. there'll be somebody sitting by you. Right. That's going to be that that guy, right? That <laughs> There's 10 seconds on the clock, and he's chanting six. Right. Five, four. But are you going to be able to do that on every pitch? Oh, it's it's, it's going to be exhausting, exhausting yeah. right? Yeah. It's going to be exhausting. Now, I can understand late in the game if you want to mess with the reliever or you're, you know it's a 5-4 game in the ninth, and, and you know the your team's up at bat in the bottom of the ninth inning, and there's a guy on second you want to mess with. Yeah, right? And you, and you want to mess with the pitcher, go ahead and do that. I don't know that I, I would have the stamina. I don't think we have the, the Bigley snort anymore either. Didn't I don't, that get, I don't, did, did that 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 got get deleted? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't know, Josh, and, and you may have another take on this and B-dub and the text line. I don't know that I would have the stamina to go all night long when it comes to the pitch clock. And constantly, every pitch, six, five. I mean, like, I, I would eventually lose track. Yes. yeah, Or energy. But I like that they'll try. Right. Maybe, maybe it just takes one pitch. Maybe the guy who told Jeremy Guthrie to throw it home. Right. That guy, Caller Dave. Caller Dave. Maybe that. Maybe Caller Dave wins one time. Maybe that's all you need. But that's all you need. That's all you need. That's really one all you need. One late right? game yeah. balk. One late game. Yeah. Uh, three two count that ends up in a strike because yeah. somebody's not ready. Whatever. Um, you know, one of those deals. Right. Fans, you can help. You can. You could be there for the new rules. Right. Could the new rules be just the start of things too? Now I feel like baseball's gotten a little cocky already. Like. Hey, we gave you bigger bases in a pitch clock. Now we'll try this. It has worked, right? We've gotten the we've gotten the games faster already, right? So how far are we from from the robot umps? Are we close to that? Well, I hope we're closer to that after after watching that guy not shake the hand of the Cardinals manager. Major League Baseball executive vice president Morgan Sword. Who? It's probably Sword. Heard of him. Told the this this looks like a great event to go to. If this is a bucket list event, go get go get go get hammered at the MIT Sloan School Sports Analytics Conference. Yeah, that sounds that sounds fun, right? How about a no? Um, wait, 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 where the MIT Sloan School Sports Analytics Convention? Yeah, that sounds like where I want to go. Sounds terrible. Those folks are determining the future of sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that's one, just what we need. That one you need to run through. Last night's Jeopardy contestants are determining the future hammered. of sports. You need to be hammered. Um, but he says, uh, this is phase one. There's probably more coming. But with every single one of these things, we've always tried to ask, is this a reasonable change that baseball fans are going to support? 
or are we veering towards something that's not baseball anymore? It's a very subjective skill. There are lots of things that would work that would just irritate people too much to make it worth it. They're Such talking as, about using a drop pitch. Like if the catcher has a pass ball or wild pitch or drops it, the runner being able to go to first at any time other than the just drop third strike. I personally like it. Let's get nuts. Might as well. It the adds two, excitement to the game. Two one pitch. Balls in the dirt. Gets away gets from away. Salvi. And the guy scoots to first. Yeah. Sorry. It was Salvi. Should, should have made it the other way. Well, they're working on uh, him so he gets, gets better. I was trying to name another catcher off the top of my head. I, did, I don't uh, know one. Um, Flavin. The ball gets away from Piazza. And uh, I was going to go with Yachty, but he doesn't play anymore. Deonor Navarro, is he still around? Buster Posey, I don't know. Uh, just Johnny for, Bench. Yeah, Johnny Bench. And ball gets away. Oh, this Royal scoots down to first. Right. I love it. It, it adds excitement to the game. Uh, sure. Don't throw wild fun. pitches. Don't get past what they don't happen a ton in baseball. It's not like it's every other pitch like Little League. But, I mean, could you imagine if that rule was in place? Oh, my. I would absolutely 1,000% take advantage of that all the time. And, it, and if you're baseball right now, you're trying to add excitement into the game, that adds excitement into the game, Josh. Because if it's a if it's a pass ball and it gets away far, you may be able to go from home to the second on something like that, right? You may be able to put yourself into scoring position. And that's what the NFL has been so good at is finding ways to increase offense. And since the NFL is focused on increasing offense and making offense the priority in their game, it's become as popular as it is today. What does baseball need to do? Create excitement, create offense, do different things. If we're going to get nuts and start changing rules, let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Uh, Mr. Sward. I can't remember his first name. It's an earlier. It's Morgan. Morgan Sward. Uh, about the drop, you know, the drop I, I third strike. Arvid. The drop third strike being moved to any pitch. Yeah. <laughs> He's like. Uh, that one fell kind of flat. He goes, I think I'm the only one that likes it or something I like that. I love that, that idea. <laughs> He's like, I think I was the only one that liked that one. But Why, why wouldn't you like that idea? What's, yeah. what, tell me what's wrong with that idea. And I don't want to hear because we've never done it before. Or that's not baseball. Baseball's in crisis mode. Uh, he says uh, robo-umps could be in the majors as early as next season. Good. But Sward said, quote, all the strike zones we are testing are rectangular. Yeah, they talked about doing like a, like a stop an sign. Octagon. It was like a it was like a stop sign <laughs> shaped strike zone or something. Pitches on the outside part of the plate are too hard to hit. Yeah. Expand your vortex. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, the plate is too hard to hit them on the outside corner, so we're not going to call them strikes anymore. So you're going to take all the advantage away from the pitcher. I'm all about increasing offense, and that's what that's about. But I mean, my God, it's 18 inches we're talking about. These baseball players, man. I can't hit the outside pitch, so let's make it a ball now. No. No, the the strike zone is the folding chair. Right. We're just moving it now to a robot. Right. It's not. We're not never. We, I never threw it a stop sign as a kid. Nope. Never we did. threw it a square. What, what did you do? You drew a square or a rectangle on the right. wall if you were yeah. doing it that way. Yep. Or you put up a chair. Yep. It was never an octagon. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It was never a parallelogram. Nope. It was never a rhombus. Uh, speaking of nerds, there's some nerds that need our sports help. We'll get to them next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour. Every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold. On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
Nerds fail big time. We'll get to that coming up in just a couple minutes. I mean, my God, especially in the sports category where they're trying to take over sports, you think they'd be better at it. Yeah, nerds need to, nerds need to sports up, man. Uh, free agency is going to get underway here shortly. The uh, legal tampering period's about to open. Yep. Next Sunday at 1 o'clock. Right before the uh, selection. Right before selection. Right before selection <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Happens this upcoming weekend. But let's be careful. I know we've done a bit where he say, should he come to Kansas City? And we throw names on there a lot of times that we have no intention of of wanting to bring actually bring to Kansas Anybody City. Anybody that got released at our show yesterday, we received the text on should yes. and, and I don't yes. know if they're in on the bit or they're serious about it. I tend to think they're probably like serious about it. Like there was a linebacker cut by the Rams yesterday immediately. The text line's like, should we go get him? Leonard Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Bud Dupree was cut. So Correct. people asking about yep. him. Yep. People are already starting to sniff around Derrick Henry. And 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 my message is pretty simple on this kind of stuff. Ask yourself this. Self. Self. In an uber-competitive environment like the NFL, why would a team cut someone that can still be effective and can still play? Salary cap isn't an answer. We know that's fake. So if you, Josh, are the Rams, and you're cutting Sleepy Floyd, and I'm the Chiefs, my first inkling is going to be, if he's still a good player... Why is he getting cut? NFL players, or NFL teams, I should say, don't cut good players. They renegotiate their contracts and find ways to keep them in the fold. If you're getting cut at this time of the year, they can say, oh, salary cap all they want. If they believe that you can still play and you can help them win, they're going to keep you on their roster. And that's just a fact. That's just a fact. So when you see these names start, or to- they can help you, but you can wait. <laughs> there are guys that get cut all the time that are late. That are like the Carlos Dunlaps of the world. Those yeah. guys help you, right? I'm not racing you don't have to, to them. Fall on, all over yourself. Not racing to, get them. to them on day one. No, no, not at I'll all. I'll circle back. Circle back to you later. There's in plenty the day. of circle back uh, candidates at some point in and time. And sometimes that's July, you know. But ask yourself this: Yeah, it could be right on the re- like Dunlap like was. Dunlap, yeah. Like Two days in a training camp. Right. He came and had a meal and decided if he was going to stay or not. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm ready to go. If I'm, I feel good, fine. I'm, you can help us out. I'm good with those. I don't have to race to go get those guys. You don't have to because, again, there's a reason why. If you can play in an uber-competitive environment that is the NFL, you're not cutting players that you still believe can play and make a difference. If that guy is good and he can still play, you renegotiate his contract. You don't cut him. So that's the question that I ask all the time. Why is this other team releasing this player? Why is this other team getting rid of this guy? And if they're getting rid of him and he can still play, then they're making a major mistake, and the chances are he really can't play. But if they're getting rid of him, the odds are he can't play. Why do I want him? And we've seen it so many times, Josh. More often than not, free agents that sign in the NFL on other teams really don't make it. I mean, we've had the experiences here with the Kendrell Bells of the world, right? Le'Veon Bell. I mean, there's been a lot of guys. Darrell Revis, named tall wide receiver here. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, they were naming Bells. Blake Bell. Blake Bell, yeah. I named Bells. So, George Bell. So, the odds are that guy's not going to be Taco. a good player anymore. That was Charlton. There's oh. another example oh, yeah, of a guy. Oh, I know that name. Sign him. He stunk. There's reasons why guys get cut. If you can play in this league 
and you're still an impact player in this league, your team's not cutting you, especially this time of year. Um, this comes from a guy that covers the Packers who was destined his entire life to cover the Packers, the uh, Locked On Packers. Why is that? Podcast. His name's Peter Bukowski. I mean, heard on, of him. That's a Packer guy. Ryan's cousin. Ryan's cousin, Peter. Uh, Peter Peter Bukowski, mm-hmm. brother Ryan's cousin. I mean, that's a that that guy should cover the Packers. Yeah, or right? the that's Bears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quote, as one high-level Packer source puts it to me recently, the days of begging Rodgers to return on his terms, which was essentially the organization's approach during each of the previous two off-seasons, are over. That from uh, Mike Silver through Peter Bukowski, Mike Silver of uh, NFL Network, to which Andrew Brandt, who now tweets a bunch of stuff, uh, business-related, but was a former one-time executive of the Packers. Quote tweets, this could have been copied and pasted from 15 years ago, inserting Favre <laughs> instead of Rodgers. <laughs> so I guess the Packers should be used to this. We begged you to come back last year. We did everything possible to accommodate you. I mean, maybe except for trading away Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. But basically, we, we waited, we waited, we waited, we begged, we pleaded. Are you coming? We're gonna right. we, we're open the door for you. Blah blah blah, and 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 you came back. We're not doing that again. We're just done. I feel like that they're at the just done phase. We're done. We're done. And and it's okay to be at that stage. It's it's you know like I was telling my daughter with her relationship that ended over the weekend. Sometimes things just end, and you just are just done with certain things in your life, and it's just time to move on. And clearly that happens in sports. It happens in life. It happens probably every day to some of us. We're done with this. We're done with that. We're done with the other thing. We want to move on. And now the I, bad I, part is, I feel like that's where the Packers are. Like they just want a clean start. And it may mean a year or two where they're not very good, but they're tired, man. Well, they're tired of getting up every morning last and wondering time, though, what this guy's going to do. They did have Aaron Rodgers the last time. Yeah. Whoever I thought was good. Was going to be good. Yeah, and he was. Yeah. Now they have Jordan love and I hate to break. He's not good. Like, mm-hmm. be careful. Be a but little did bit, you know Aaron Rodgers was truly be good? Be a little careful what you wish for. You know, because we've seen Jordan Love. He's not good. They're gonna have they're gonna have some losing. But I can right. understand the like. I'm just tired. I'm just my foot's out the door with this guy. I can't do it anymore. Right. Although I still need they still need to restructure his deal probably to deal him anywhere. Right. And or he retires, and I don't think they can count on him retiring. They're gonna have to find a way to move him. So I'm not feeling for the Packers one bit, but it is funny. Like history kind of repeating itself. It, like it is All right, we're, yeah. we're far, far are you back. Are you not? Are you back? No. Okay. And it's repeating itself because they, they had success with it the first time around. So they figured they were going to do it again. We're gonna move. They didn't figure Aaron Rodgers would stay at the end for this long. We're going to move you on. I mean, they've Milton, this guy, they made, they took his coach away. They added this new guy. They took his offense. I mean, like they've done a lot of stuff up there to try to get him to move. Got him a new coach. Yeah. At one point in time. And they've done a lot for Aaron Rodgers. Like, so haven't you ever been in like a one-sided relationship where you're the giver constantly? B-Dub's eyes got real big. Where you're the constant giver, 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 and you never got anything back in return. And I think that's kind of where they are with Aaron Rodgers. They're just like, I'm, I'm just tired of this relationship. And I don't blame them, man. It's been 15, 20 years or whatever it's been there. Uh, the nerds failed miserably on, on Jeopardy. Why do they continue to roll out the sports category for these people? I mean, I think they rocked it. Rest of it. I mean, one of this dudes had like eleven thousand bucks rang up. He's doing just fine, and then they got to bring out a category called in the sport. 
And this the, is the only way Jeopardy gets pub anymore is by doing this category and everybody going, ha, 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 Jeopardy people are not smart. And then they went backwards, too. Instead of starting with the easy category going to the bottom, they were they were doing the the, the smart guy, the the nerd way. Right. Which is to start at 1,000 and go backwards. Mm-hmm. And um, they did not do well in sports. In the sport? In the sport for 1,000. Trucker, gagbit, mallet, a lot of money. Hannah. What is roulette? No. Caleb. What is horse racing? No. That would be polo. Hannah. In the sport for 800. Penalty killing, plus minus, the five hole, the biscuit, that's what everyone's chasing. That's hockey. In the sport for 600, please. Eight count, accidental butt, cut man for said accidental butt. That's boxing. Hmm. Let's do in the sport (laughs) for 400, please. (laughs) Best ball, casual water, closed face, and the absolute worst, shank. Caleb. What is water polo? Oh, my God. (laughs) A lot of shanks in water polo. That's golf. Caleb. Let's finish out in the sport. I want to get rid of it. (laughs) Clearly. Inherited runners, appeal play, pickoff. (laughs) That's baseball. We kind of covered them all. The internet's going to love that. Yeah, they are, nerd. Yeah. Mm. Why don't we get back to Adam splitting for 100, please, Alex? I was kicking butt in... European novels, yeah. and then you had to go in the sport yeah, on me here. I know. Medieval painters. Oh, I was rocking it. I rolled through a periodic table. Yeah. It's killing potpourri. I was kicking ass with monarchies and their queens. The only thing I'm bummed about, I wish there was a daily double on that one. Like, just to really stick it to the nerds. Like, here's a daily double. But see, that's the difference between Water being polo. book smart. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the difference between being book smart, though, and being, like, Street smart. Like, th- those were common things that you should know. The only one you maybe you wouldn't have gotten polo was, was polo. polo. I'll the, give you that. that was the $1,000 yeah. Right, right. I'll give you the polo one because I looked at that. I'm like, what are we doing yeah. here? Oh, yeah. oh, polo. All right, fine, whatever. But the, the rest of them, I mean, come on. Yeah. And, and the polo one is the one the nerds should have got because I see nerds like that would be a sport for them, riding a horse with a mallet. Hitting a little ball and then the having chance, tea. Chances are they could have gotten that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like they, I mean, they're they, always wearing those shirts, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. But boy, I'll, I'll tell you what. Give me mathematic quadratic yeah. formulas for seven hundred, please, yeah. Steve, yeah. and I'm ready to yeah. roll. But what do we call inherited runners? What sport is that from? Uh, what do soccer? we call inherited runners? <laughs> Generational wealth. No, no, no. it's not. It's <laughs> not that kind of inheritance. Nerd. How about God. your mother? Give me. Yeah, there was definitely no. How about your mother, Trebek? No mother, Trebek. Give me U.S. Army generals for a thousand, please. The pen is mightier. Paladins and raging Cajuns. Woo! Next. You're listening to Fesco in the Morning, running 13 years strong. Everybody's asking this is a dynasty. It's been a dynasty. Y'all just ain't no now. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com.
Sense Sports Radio brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eat, drinks, scenic views. Three area locations. Find your favorite lodge at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. I do like the jingle, but I don't like the newer jingle. I still miss the old school jingle. Can you sing that one for me? That's what I heard. I don't know. I heard the same thing. I don't know. Find the old school one. Mm. They should just play Brett Veachtown instead. Which, by the way, the J is doing an American Idol type thing. Um, not American Ooh. Idol, but America's Got Talent. You Tell know? me you're entering. Uh, well, you had to be in high school because I looked at the rules, but I was going to go to the audition and sing Brett Veachtown. I thought that would have definitely got me the $10,000 scholarship. That could have been like their, their national anthem to get it kicked off. Yeah, absolutely could have been. So if you, if you got a kid that, you know, is look, there's to, over $22,000 in scholarships that are going to be awarded in like Kansas City's Got Talent. So if you're a kid in high school, March 26th and 28th, you can try out for this event that's going to take place at the at, at the J. So you can check the JKC.com or .org. I can't remember which one. Um, I was looking at it yesterday because I wanted to have my daughter enter, and she's only in sixth grade. I'm like, oh, it had to be for high school. And they're like, maybe I could enter. Oh, no, I'm out of high school already. Because I thought, man, getting up there and singing Brett Veachtown would have been a home run. Here's an original for you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> would have really impressed the judges. Yeah. Right? No. Well, we're living here in Brentfield each time. Next. Gong. Yeah, I don't think I would have gotten past the first verse. You gonged. Uh, We have two more teams that are in. Louisiana. Who? Used to be Louisiana Lafayette. They shorted oh, to Louisiana. I, I don't like that. Now I now I know who it is. When we said right. Louisiana was, I'm like, who, yeah. LSU? Yeah, it used or? to be Louisiana Lafayette. They shortened it to Louisiana, much like, like UMKC went to Kansas City. Right. And now you're kind of wondering, mm-hmm. right? But Louisiana's dancing. This one locks the barn door. Oh, Free God. throw. Yes! And there is the horn. There is the confetti. Bob Marlin, may we have this dance. The Louisiana Raging Cajuns are headed back to the NCAA tournament. And those of you listening at home, feel free to start dancing on your furniture yeah. right now. Yeah. Your final score, Louisiana 71, South Alabama 66. And the Cajuns win the Sunbelt Conference tournament. I don't know why he's referencing Bob Marley. That was weird. I, 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 what was that all about? And Does, dancing on your, did Bob Marley did Bob dance? Bob Marley dance on furniture in Louisiana at one time? I mean, there's, dancing, I, there's probably we dancing. There's probably a good chance furniture. that Bob Marley danced on furniture in That's Louisiana true. at some point I in would his think. life. So they uh, they have captured the Sun Belt, longtime rival of the Big Twelve in football. Excuse me. You don't remember the Big Twelve Sun Belt Challenge? I can't tell if you're being serious about that and telling me about something I may have no, missed. No, there were there a couple of years that like it felt like every big. Well, oh, school I, played a Sun Belt team I, in football. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Bob Marley's coaching like, down there, and they jokingly do a, called that, and also dancing on your furniture. That was a call from the Louisiana Radio Network. Can we play that call again with Bob right, Marley? Let's underneath? get a little, Let's yeah. go, Bob. Gone. No woman, no cry. No tourney, no cry. Go dance on your couch. Oh my! Play that. This again. one locks the barn door. Free throw. Yes. And there is the horn. There is the confetti. Bob Marlin, may we have this dance. 
the Louisiana Raging Cajuns are headed back to the NCAA tournament. And those of you listening at home, feel free to start dancing on your furniture right now. Your final score, Louisiana 71, South Alabama 66. And the Cajuns win the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Oh, I've come to find Bob. Oh, Bob Marlin. Oh, Bob Marlin. He's the head coach of the Louisiana. I've never heard of him. Never heard of him. Oh. I like Bob Marley better. I'm going with Bob Marley. Bob Bob Marlin. Okay, Bob Marlin. You know, the Fugees remade this song. Who was a, uh, I think he was on the hot seat, too. Oh, he was? Before the season, yeah. Because of all that Cajun food? This is from uh, before the before the year, last March. Louisiana basketball coach Bob Marlin to remain on for the next season, athletic director says. Oh, good call by the AD. Now that guy's going to get like a three-year extension. Yeah. <laughs> he had one year remaining on his contract. Well, it paid off. He's dancing now. Mm-hmm. It's because he's got the last laugh. Bob Marley's got the last laugh on you. Did you spell Cajuns that way on purpose, or did, is that how they spell it? C-A-G-I-N-S. <laughs> Is that how they spell it? Yeah, probably not. Cajuns is C A J U N S. Did you pronounce it right? Did you pronounce it right? That's all that matters. It's radio. <laughs> I just spelled it just like Ragin. Ragin. Cajuns. Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. C A G I N. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I spell it. You're going to go out for some Cajun food? C-A-G-I-N? That's right. That's the good stuff. That's how Bob Marlin spells it, Bob. (laughs) We also have Furman into the dance. JP across midcourt gives it to Slauson with three seconds, with two, and for the first time since 1980, Furman Purple reigns in the Southern Conference. The Furman Paladins are going to the NCAA tournament. 88-79 the final. Furman over Chattanooga. That's right. The Southern Conference champs are the Paladins of Furman and the Purple Rain. You're talking about Prince? Purple Rain. Purple Rain is now happening thanks to Furman. Does anybody know what a Paladin is? Isn't that like, isn't that something that like means spelled the same thing forward as it is backwards? Isn't that a Paladin? Like Bob? We had a Bob Marley reference and a Prince reference. Yeah, I mean, that's calls. two good calls. Those that's are really I'm good, yeah. I knew a guy named Furman once. Should we call him and congratulate him on making the tournament? Uh, the Paladins are 12 legendary knights. Oh, that's kind of cool. The foremost members of Charlemagne's court in the 8th century. I like that. That's a good mascot, then. That's a good, unique mascot. Purple rain, purple rain. JP across midcourt gives it to Slauson with three seconds, with two, and for the first time since 1980, Furman Purple reigns in the Southern Conference. The Furman Paladins are going to the NCAA tournament. 88-79 the final. Furman over Chattanooga.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.